So welcome to Talking Element. This is week 11. Uh, the sermon is all about prayer or really being honest before God in the places that we struggle. But today what we wanted to do is kind of gear more towards our agape meals and what we're trying to have you accomplish in those. So, okay. hi. 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 We're here. So what, what is, so what is the goal of our agape meals then? To have them for one. Yes. Good start. <laughs> You're right. So there's a celebration of coming together where we're doing this. Some groups like yours are going to be meeting outside. Mm-hmm. Um, mine will be here in the barn. Yours is in your living room? Yeah, mine's in the dining room. room. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so each, each group will look different. We'll have a different look and feel. Uh, but really, it's, it's a time to come together to celebrate, to give thanks. Well, we thought we would also bring along the Songs of Ascent, this, this, this journey up, up the hill. Now, there, there are a couple things in, in the message where I kind of run towards more, which is the ideas of taking all the things that we really don't want to share and be open or friendly with the people to God himself. Because when we are really honest about our lives and what's what we, we try and hide it because we all want to be accepted. We all have a level of acceptance that we expect from other people and from ourselves. And when we don't meet that, we kind of just spiral inside. And part of what the Psalm is doing is, you know, talking to how God comes and pulls us out of that and going to an agape meal. If you're part of a GC, hopefully they know you, but maybe new people show up. And what is that level of them coming in and where is their honesty and how much grace do we show people? How much do we like go to prayer and understand the communication with God? And do we expect people to pray there or are they going to be like, this is odd. What level of honesty and why in our prayers? Yeah. Yeah. Because there are questions in here to ask people who are sitting around the table about hardships. How has this year been? And, you know, the standard thing that people are going to say is going to be like, fine, fine, yeah, okay, great, better than last year, or not really better than last year. But it's 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 kind of we respond how we think people want us to respond. Yeah. And, you know, part of the meal is you've got a decent amount of time that you can be honest, and you don't have to stay all the way down in the dumps the entire time. You can come back up and chit-chat, but it's okay to go a little bit deeper in some places. Right. So what's what's different for you this year than last year? Coming into like agave and Thanksgiving and Christmas and all that. Household size. I was gonna say, yeah. So things a little different. That was an easy one. Some things different. Well, I'm married with a kid now. So so last Thanksgiving, Hillary met the family. Okay, this is how quickly my life has changed over the past year. I remember last Thanksgiving there was shock of like, oh, this is probably this relationship's probably a little little further than I think they thought it was going. Uh, And so there's some shock and awe. Uh, this year, we're actually opening our home on Thanksgiving uh, to some people who don't have family. So for us, this season has been uh, drastically different um, and in, in good ways, um, but also in just we're much busier. And so it is harder to try to find time to relax. And, and is there excitement, though? Because since, you know, the, the, there is almost a different feel of the world this year going into this because it's. You know, whether whether it's vaccines or people just over the whole thing, I think more people are willing to gather together now. That, definitely. I think that there's a lot of, um, like you said, I think a lot of people are just over it. Um, I, I don't look forward to continued political conversations or uh, <laughs> conversations that intentionally not divide people. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I'm hoping to avoid all those conversations. And I think this year, more than last year, I think we can see God doing things, or we can at least see what God was doing last year right. more, more clearly than we, I think I could last year during this time. Yeah. Well, my wife works on Thanksgiving and Christmas, 
And but I still look forward to getting together. But when Marianne's not there, I don't have someone to tell me, "Hey, when it's time to go home," or "Hey, you can't go home yet. You need to stay and, and be here longer." Social norms. <laughs> so, yeah, tell me what the social norms are. Super because parents clueless at the time to what they are. What do you look forward to? A lot of things. Uh, for one, just having it this year. I missed that last year. There is this kind of renewed appreciation, I think, to gather together like this. Uh, we're in a new neighborhood this year, and. Oh my gosh, you guys, so many people have moved in. I have so many new neighbors. So there's a lot of just new things going on in our neighborhood, kind of this natural time to connect. So that's why we're kind of approaching ours the way we are. We're having a picnic in the green belt. What you said totally resonated with me. There's a lot of heaviness right now and I'm not going to deny that, you know, in answering these questions together. But I think that's the radical crazy hope of the gospel is even with all of this going on as much as we've all been hurting through some of this um, there's reasons to be grateful and I'm hoping that's a powerful message well, I think that's that's also a, a big deal of looking at the Psalms of Ascent because the, the last one is going to actually be hope and and that's kind of where it all goes it goes to a place of hope and even when things are difficult or conversations get hard or we don't have the answers I think as believers and understanding our redemption, we we should naturally start moving towards the places of hope and helping one another understand hope as well. So what, what would you guys do if you're in the middle of like one of these conversations? Oh, someone comes and they have like a really heavy thing of someone's in the hospital and I don't know what to do with that or political things. Uh, we're angry about this and the government's doing this. How, how do we keep moving people back to a place of hope where they're not centered on the sad thing. Not that that's not something we shouldn't talk about, but how do we move people back to hope? Well, I, think, I think the first step is we do have to listen to them and actually hear what they're saying and validate. No, I'm not saying you don't do that. Uh, but validate, you know, the struggle and, and, and the, the realities of, of life. And, and I, think that that's, I think that's a first step because if we gloss too quickly over that, they won't hear anything else. Um, and then, and then I think the Song of Ascent really has helped in some of this, you know, it, 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 we look at a place, we look at where does our help come from, right? Our help does not come from whatever we think it's come from. The mountains. Right. The mountains, or if this political candidate yeah. wins or not, or if, um, as sad as it is, if so-and-so comes home from the hospital, right. like, like we want these things, we want change, we want things to be what we think is better. However, our help isn't found there. Our salvation isn't found there. And and what is it that we're really seeking to change or fulfill within ourselves that I think we have to get to, to be honest about before we can really then apply the gospel truths to it. Validating doesn't mean I am agreeing with you. Validating, validating only means that I'm listening to you and I hear that this does affect mm -hmm. you in this way. So I agree. I think that's a great first step in validating or basically telling someone I see the pain you're in. And I think as believers with that too, conveying not only do I see it, but there's a God that sees this and knows this and he's revealed himself as man of sorrows, right? That knows the depths of pain more than we ever do. But beyond that, and this is where the hope is, he's actually overcome it and he's promised to do something about it and is working in a broken world and has painted this picture of, of a new reality coming in where things are going to be made right and that's where the hope is it's comfort in the pain and a future hope we're given but what about the present reality of it too i think that's where community mm -hmm. comes in 
and walking alongside one another because God is faithful. God does show up. And it can be in his person. It can be in his, his spirit just coming and boom and enveloping a place. It can God, It can be God doing a miracle, like bringing this guy home from the hospital. Or it it is also in one another that God sends us to each other. Mm-hmm. Because we are called to be his priests and ambassadors, his hands and feet. That's We, we are those that God sends. Mm-hmm. And I think it's also important to, to get that, that people understand who God is and his grace and his love by how his people live that out with each other. You, you did the Tritium series, right? Mm-hmm. You did Friday, Saturday, Sunday. And sitting in, in the Saturday is really important theology for us to understand as believers that yeah, it may it may be feel like an endless cycle mm-hmm. of trauma or despair or, or suffering. Um, and, and like you said, our God knows that. He, he experienced the ultimate separation uh, from himself in a way that we cannot know. And I, I think that, at least for me, that comforts me. That comforts me in the here and now. In the that, present, yeah. in, the, in the present of knowing that. He was in the tomb on Saturday. He was in the tomb. And, and there's, there's hope for tomorrow. And sometimes tomorrow is tomorrow. And sometimes tomorrow is undetermined for us um but but also recounting like you said in the in the in the blessings is all too often we we don't write down our blessings we don't we don't remember all the way god all the ways god has blessed us and when we do it 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 helps it helps point to get me out of my myopic viewpoint um and it helps change my mindset just a little bit I'm thinking about what you said, the present reality. It's like for right now on the side of heaven or eternity breaking in, it's, I don't have to do it alone. Mm-hmm. Gospel presence. Even though, even though I feel alone sometimes, um, to me it's that and a future hope. That's, that's what there is. Mm-hmm. So how, how do these meals then display that current and future hope? Well, sometimes they don't. Right. Sometimes they. No, I'm being honest. We've, we've done through a lot of agape meals, and sometimes I get bogged down with logistics and and just overwhelmingness of the night or the afternoon. And, and it's a thing to do. It's a thing to do, and I check that off, and then I can slide into Thanksgiving and be able. <laughs> so sometimes it's not. Yeah. Ideally, it points us all back to who Jesus is, and it points us to that future hope. If we take the time to really reflect and to be present with others then I think what it does is it reshapes and resets us for the week to come. Yeah, I find when we're doing them, there's all the logistical work, and then it's like everything, everything, and finally you sit down, and that's when I go. It's, it's a very tangible reminder where we have a community, as imperfect as it may be, that we get to go through this life with other people, sharing, I hope, through the questions, through people being honest, sharing the joys and burdens of life, and whatever season that God has placed us in. And with that too, like my hope is really through conversation that wherever the people may be in their own spiritual walk or journey that, you know, I talk to at our meal, that it can be um, an opportunity to point them to Jesus. I think around the meal, we could just, you just start and be like, what is the hardest thing you went through since COVID began? What is it? And let everybody do that. And then say, now, what are you most thankful for? Mm -hmm. And then, and if there's a lot of people who aren't connected to element who, who maybe aren't believers that might be a, a nice way just to 
get them to share something that they can do with a group and feel validated in that mm -hmm. and then pray over the meal and stuff and that's a kind of maybe way to start the whole conversation too yeah so with that we're actually going to release this episode of talking a lot a little early uh to get us thinking about our agape meals to be thinking about what we'd like us to talk about our goals um so this is going to get released early um if you're watching this and aren't in a gc and haven't signed up to join one or haven't been invited personally and you'd like to come to one please feel free you can sign up i'll put a link in the description notes below or show up Sunday the 21st, 4.30 p.m. at Elements Bar, and RGC will be glad to have you. Uh, we're partnering with the youth group, and anyone can come, and we're gonna try to have enough food. If you wanna bring something, great. Bring something to share, uh, and we, we hope to see you there. This is about prayer. You wanna pray us out, Michelle? Ooh, nice. nice. Okay. Father God, thanks so much um, that you even allow us to talk to you this freely. Um, this intimately and casually, and that um, even our relationship isn't so dependent on our words and how we talk to you because you search our hearts and you know us even better than we do ourselves. I pray that um, whatever season of life each of us is in, that you would reveal more truth about who you are and that that would give us greater hope for the present for the, the joys and struggles of life and that we would have an even greater future hope of um, a world that's made right because of who you are and the promises that you made. I pray that these agape meals um, are really just a, a great celebratory time to gather together, even though there may be some lament and hardship that we can uh, share gratitude for the opportunity to be together. And for those of us that follow you, that it would be a reminder of just how good you are and how you are present with us, that we would be able to share that hope with those around us. We love you. Amen.